Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Genesis 34. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we pray that we would learn to leave the vengeance to you, that you are just, and also that we would learn your mercy. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Genesis 34. Now Dinah, the daughter of Leah, whom she had borne to Jacob, went out to see the daughters of the land. And Shechem, the son of Hamor, the Hivite, the prince of the land, saw her. And he took her and lay with her and raped her. And his soul clung to Dinah, the daughter of Jacob. And he loved the girl and spoke tenderly to the girl. So Shechem said to Hamor, his father, saying, Get this girl for me as a wife. And Jacob heard that Dinah, his daughter, had been defiled. But his sons were with his flocks in the field. And Jacob kept silent until they came. And Hamor, father of Shechem, went out to Jacob to speak with him. And the sons of Jacob came in from the field when they heard it. And the men were distressed and very angry because he had done a disgraceful thing in Israel by having sexual relations with the daughter of Jacob, something that should not be done. And Hamor spoke with them, saying, Shechem, my son, is in love with your daughter. Please give her to him for a wife. Make marriages with us. Give us your daughters and take our daughters for yourselves. You shall dwell with us and the land shall be before you. Settle and trade in it and acquire property in it. Then Shechem said to her father and to her brothers, Let me find favor in your eyes and whatever you say to me I will do. Make the bride price and gift as high as you like. I will give what you say to me but give me the girl as a wife. Then the sons of Jacob answered Shechem and his father Hamor, speaking deceitfully, because he had defiled Dinah their sister. And they said to them, We cannot do this thing to give our sister to a man who is uncircumcised, for that is a disgrace for us. Only on this condition will we give consent to you, if you will become like us, every male among you, to be circumcised. Then we will give our daughters to you, and we will take for ourselves your daughters, and we will live with you and become one family. But if you will not listen to us to be circumcised, then we will take our daughters, and we will go. And their words were good in the eyes of Hamor and in the eyes of Shechem, the son of Hamor. And the young man did not delay to do the thing, for he wanted the daughter of Jacob. Now he was the most honored of his father's house. Then Hamor and his son Shechem came to the gate of their city, and they spoke to the men of their city, saying, These men are at peace with us. Let them dwell in the land, and let them trade in it. Now behold, the land is broad enough for them. Let us take their daughters as wives, and let us give our daughters to them. Only on this condition will the men give consent to us to live with us, and to become one family, when every male among us is circumcised, as they are circumcised." Will not their livestock and their property and all their animals be ours? Only let us give consent to them so they will live among us. And all those who went out of the gate of his city listened to Hamor and his son Shechem. Every male was circumcised, all those who went out of the gate of his city. And it happened that on the third day, while they were in pain, two of the sons of Jacob, Simeon and Levi, the brothers of Dinah, each took his sword and came against the unsuspecting city and killed all the males. 
They killed Hamor and his son Shechem with the edge of the sword, and they took Dinah from the house of Shechem and went out. The other sons of Jacob came upon the slain and plundered the city because they had defiled their sister. They took their flocks and their cattle and their donkeys and whatever was in the city and whatever was in the field. They captured and plundered all that was in the houses, all their wealth, their little ones, and their women. Then Jacob said to Simeon and Levi, You have brought trouble on me, making me stink among the inhabitants of the land, among the Canaanites and the Perizzites. I am few in number. If they gather against me and attack me, I will be destroyed, I and my household. But they said, Shall he treat our sister like a prostitute? Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. There are many sad chapters in the book of Genesis, but this one seems particularly sad. I guess that is because it is dealing with people. And yet, God is working through all of this in ways that we can only glimpse. God is working through the sin of people. Dinah is the only daughter of Jacob that we have mentioned, although I'm not sure that she really was the only daughter, but she is important to the story. She goes to visit the daughters of the land. Jacob was living near the city of Shechem, so the son of the local ruler was named Shechem, and he saw Dinah, and he rapes her. But afterward, he does want to do the right thing and marry her, so he talks to his father, Hamor, and Hamor tries to work out a deal to make this happen. Naturally, Jacob and his sons are angry about this, so Hamor suggests that they can intermarry and become part of the people of the land, and Shechem says he's willing to pay any bride price they name. He sounds a bit like a privileged kid who grew up getting whatever he wanted. So, Dinah's brothers hatch this plan for revenge. They start out by saying that the problem is circumcision. Actually, that was a problem. With becoming one people with these people, the covenant with God and circumcision is the sign of the covenant. But they weren't thinking about God when they told them this. But Hamor and Shechem think this is reasonable, and they convince all the men of the town that this is a good idea, so all the men are circumcised. The argument that Hamor and Shechem use is that once they become one people, the town will benefit from all of the goods and animals that Jacob owns. So that is enough to convince people. Then Simeon and Levi move to phase two of their plot. While all of the men are in pain, they go to the city with their swords and kill every male. And then the rest of Jacob's sons take all the goods for themselves, including the women and children, presumably to be slaves. I think any reasonable person would say that this is not a fair and reasonable response. Obviously, they were angry about their sister, and what had been done to their sister was not right, but this is going far beyond what is just and right. Jacob is afraid that this will cause other people of the land to attack them, which makes sense. It doesn't seem like he is too worried about the innocent people being killed, but Jacob's sons can only see that their sister was wronged. And now for a deeper dive. Over 20 years ago, some people attacked the United States by turning passenger planes into missiles and flying them into buildings, killing many civilians. We call this 9-11. This made the entire United States angry. So, the United States went to war with two different countries, wars that lasted many years. Recently, Hamas surprise-attacked Israel and killed many civilians. The event has been called Israel's 9-11. 
The full extent of Israel's response has yet to be seen. Each of us personally has had people do things to us that are wrong. And we have wanted to take our own revenge. But the problem is that we are not just when we take our revenge. We can see it when other people are not just, but somehow we have a hard time seeing it in ourselves, at least in the moment. Pride is probably the root cause. We should leave the vengeance to God, who is just in his judgments. And yet, God is accomplishing his purpose through this misguided vengeance of Simeon and Levi. The danger is that Israel might merge into the people of the land, and there will be no special people of God anymore. So this event separates Israel from the people of the land. But that doesn't make it right. Simeon and Levi sinned, and Jacob will bring this up again at the end of the book, when he gives a blessing to each son, and Simeon and Levi will lose a great blessing because of this. And yet, God is merciful in how he deals with them. If only we could leave the vengeance to God instead of thinking we have to set things right in our own misguided way. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.